Welcome to the New Yorker's July 28, 2008 issue. We have seven articles for you. In the talk of the town, Jeffrey Tubin reports on a blind rabbi running for Congress, and Charles Bethia comments on incoming emails for the Democratic nominee. Then, Paul Sims offers a comedic candidate speech. After that, Evan Osnos reports on students who reject the West. Next, Jonah Lehrer helps to explain where in our brain insights come from. And finally, Anthony Lane reviews two films, Mamma Mia and Journey to the Center of the Earth. But first, it's this week's comment. In Lone Rangers, John Cassidy writes about the candidates and the economic crisis. Just before the start of last week's All-Star Game, Jim Bunning, a Major League Hall of Fame pitcher and, for the past decade, Kentucky's junior Republican senator, served up a high inside fastball to Treasury Secretary Henry Paulson, who was on Capitol Hill defending the Bush administration's latest effort to bolster the ailing financial system. Cutting Paulson off in mid-sentence, Bunning said, in effect, Mr. Secretary, come next January, you will be gone, but some of us will still be here, and we will have to pick up your tab. I, for one, am not willing to give the federal government a blank check. Bunning was objecting to Paulson's proposal that Congress empower the Treasury Department to lend an unspecified, but presumably vast, sum of taxpayers' money to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, the two troubled mortgage lenders. Bunning's financial logic was questionable, given that the lenders own or guarantee mortgages worth about $5 trillion. Letting them go under is not an option. But his political point wasn't. Policymakers now face a series of decisions that will determine not merely the fate of this particular cycle, but the nature of the federal government's role in the economy for the next generation. In a political system as balkanized as ours, it is only in moments of genuine danger that meaningful reforms get enacted. The economic malaise of the 1970s facilitated the Reagan Revolution. The budget crisis of the late 1980s persuaded first George H.W. Bush and then Bill Clinton to adopt some fiscal discipline and Congress to go along with them. In some ways, the current situation is more alarming than either of those, but so far, neither of the presidential nominees has taken up the call for appropriately bold measures. The best that can be said of John McCain's economic plan is that it remains a work in progress. Barack Obama has advocated a second stimulus package, together with more aid for struggling homeowners, but the rest of his program was largely put together before the current downturn began. When the subprime squall swept through Wall Street last summer, many described it as...